instant classic opening line to Electric Boogaloo. Comedian Alyssa Blackwolf Kixon shoots on Fort Rouge, Winnipeg. Now what's this guy doing up here in Manitoba? Manitoba. Manitoba. It's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast with me, Ronald George Moore. The, to the fresh, to the big, to the baby, to the Jesus. The fresh big baby Jesus, if you don't understand. This song, I'm retiring it. It's my number one requested song. As well as the only song requested. I have two songs. The other song just isn't as popular with the listening audience. Props to the hippopotamus. I am not retiring the other song, just this one. Because every time I rap, it breaks my heart. I remember it like it was yesterday, when in fact it didn't happen. Yesterday it was May 2002, specifically 3.30 in the afternoon. Not looking good, the weatherman explained. Cloudy with a 50% chance of rain. We were ready and set in the kitchenette. You're going to go for a walk and yeah, you're going to get wet. You're getting all excited, all prepared to run. You gotta go outside and get your business done. So I opened the door, which gave you a reason to bark. Because you know what it means. We're on the way to the park, which is down the block. But I'm grabbing a leash. The city's got strict bylaws, capiche? She ran outside before I could clasp it. That dog ran out into the middle of traffic. What? No! Dead poodle. Dead poodle. Dead poodle, 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 dead poodle. She flew through the air with the greatest of ease, and I ran up to her, drug him to my knees. I said, geez, please believe if I could take it back, I'd be the dumb bitch lying on her back. Ha! Saving lives is what I'm all about. Applied CPR going mouth to snout, and then heck, holy cow, I hear a bow wow walk. She started walking around, just stuff to get him plowed. I looked in her eyes, and her thoughts were clear. Throw me a freaking bone here. She's walking around, and I'm thinking, sweet. But instead of the curb, she walked back to the street. What the fuck? Dead poodle. Dead poodle. Dead poodle, 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 dead poodle. She flew through the air without the greatest of bees. She bounced off a truck, hit a couple of trees. The bark decided to take its bite, and she didn't even have a chance to put up a fight. Lying in a pool of her own blood. Well, not so much a pool, more like a flood. And I thought, okay, game over, that's it. No more nibbles and licks, no more kibbles and bits. This I'm not gonna fix. Over and out, I started to pout, I started to shout. I raised my fists up to the sky and yelled, Why, Snuggles? Why? 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 The little dog snuggles. Oh my god, the impossible happened. The dog wasn't dead, it was only napping. And just when the day couldn't get more frightening, out of the sky there came a bolt of lightning. Oh no, lightning came and electrocuted my dog. Dead poodle. I'm rapping about my dead poodle. Whoa. Dead poodle. I'm rapping about my dead poodle. She, she's alive. She's alive. Whoa. And then she got cancer. Okay, lock it up. Put it in the vault. That's it. Dead poodle is dead. Um, hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. It's the Manitoba Money Shot with Ronald George Moore, me. And that song I've performed a lot over the last 10 years. 
a decade ago, I put a show on at the Winnipeg Fringe Festival called Rhyme Machine, and it was basic life story on of the character of the fresh big baby Jesus, who is me. And uh, I had a lot of fun in that show. And I want to thank Scott Kelly, who was the electronic mastermind behind the music. He has uh, one bed- or he had a one-bedroom apartment with a little studio, keyboards in the living room, and microphones, and turntables, and computer hookups, and he did a great job putting the music together with all the samples, and uh, and he did it on spec. Didn't uh, I think I ordered a pizza? That was about it. So really good guy. Um, today's show is Alyssa. Kixon, who is uh, I've known for a long time. I actually got Alyssa and Derek together back in the day and uh, was there when they got married. <laughs> and funny enough, it was in a theater. It was in the Colin Jackson Theater. I kind of wish we talked about that a little bit because it, it was a wedding uh, and the reception and it was, there was stand-up and it was a, it was a show within the show. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, we talked about a lot of uh, other things, including uh, uh, Fort Rouge, and it's funny how I don't know enough about districts of <laughs> the city of Winnipeg, and that's that's why I'm doing this. It's also a learning journey for everyone, for you, for me, uh, that's everyone, and uh, so we, we talk a little bit about Fort Rouge and talk about her career as a stand-up and uh, an improviser, and I hope you enjoy it. I think, uh, I think you will. It was a fun talk. Much love to Issa. And I guess that's about it. I don't really have much more to say at the moment. Oh, go to uh, iTunes and subscribe. Give it a five-star rating. And also, if you have a question for the Money Shot... At the end of the show, if you want to provide a question for me so I don't have to sit in a room for an hour trying to think up stupid questions to ask uh, the guest, um, if you have a question, just send it to, uh, you can send it to me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, at Ronald G. Moore. Uh, you could send it to at Fresh Big. Yeah, send it to at Fresh Big. You know, keep me out of it. <laughs> at Fresh Big on Twitter. You can, uh, you can send your question. Hashtag Manitoba Money Shot. And that would be cool, man. So me and the hubby, we got our Glorkenstein shelf <laughs> that we were going to assemble together, tripping on acid. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? And I was like, dude! I've done so many drugs, like so many drugs. Like this is gonna be a walk in the park. It's, it's, it's gonna be okay. So we dropped the acid. And like immediately I was like, oh, I really don't feel anything, do you? And he was like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not tripping. So we took more. <laughs> we took more. And, uh, as I was unpackaging my Glorkenstein shelf, I, I noticed something odd. It was singing Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon to me. <laughs> and as 
once I held the packaging, it was crying and melting out of my hands. And I was like, oh, this beat mm, dropped. <laughs> instructions and they were like raving out on the page because it's pictures right no one reads Swedish they need the pictures and then I was like oh shit my husband's never dropped acid my Mennonite husband has never dropped acid I look over at him and he's turned into a tree. I was like, okay, he's safe, he's safe. He's, he's in the tree state. It's all good. It's all good. We're rolling, yay! Yay! Hello, it's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. And uh, our guest this week is Issa Kixon. Now, I know yep, you yep. don't always go by Issa. I don't. Very few know me by that name. I know, because it's, it's Alyssa. You, yeah. Right. And so, yeah. what, what name do you prefer? Um, with you, Issa. And when people introduce you at the show, what do they say? Do they just use your Facebook name? Um, actually, yeah, they do. Really? Like, a good chunk of them do. Um. Because I'm, I'm Ronald George Moore all the time. Yes. Like, anytime I get, hey, how's it going, Ronald George Moore? I get that a lot. Yeah. And I never really thought of using my whole name, but even for this podcast, I'm using Ronald George Moore. As you should. It sounds like know. royalty. It's not, not exactly. I know I, the George doesn't make it, you know, kind of classy. It has a good ring the to Ronald it. The Ronald makes it a little clownish. No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of guilt by association. <laughs> True. Um, so your Facebook name is, if I'm not mistaken, Alyssa. Yes. Black Wolf. Absolutely. Kixon. Yeah. Okay. You are correct, sir. Now, Black Wolf. That is something I never knew until Facebook. How did that name come about? Um, so when I was in my 20s as a young mom, I actually received my spirit name for the first time. Really? Yeah. And How did you... Is something you wanted or something yeah. that you just... Well, someone offered it to you? It's something that I wanted because I grew up, like, not in my culture. So in my early 20s, I started to reclaim my culture. Yeah. And um, an elder happened to be coming to where I worked and was giving these youth their spirit names. And I was like, I know I'm not a youth, but can I get my name too? Can I too? Have one too? I, I think I need one. That's cool. Yeah. And so he gave me the name and I was expecting it to be something like, you know, like 
a quiet turtle woman or something. Just, you know, <laughs> something that, like, that I felt fit me at the time. At the time, right. But then, uh, so when he gave me my name, I was like, Black Wolf. Like, that's, like, that's terrifying. Like, that's powerful. Like, that's... Well, but I'm scared of, like, any kind of fox or, uh, yeah. <laughs> or dogs. Of, yeah, I'm scared of dogs, like, in general. So as I started to research wolves, I was like, oh, man, maybe that does suit me. Yeah, maybe it does. Maybe. Yeah. And it's also the type of thing where it's like, I know, like, I'm a Libra. And so a lot of times <laughs> I'm on the scales. I can never make a decision. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I think, yeah. I think I've kind of like associated once I found out what a Libra was, I'm like, oh, I guess that's me then. I'm going to justify my indecision by I, my zodiac exactly. sign. Yeah. So it could be that type of thing too, where it's like, maybe if you were called like, what did you say? Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Green turtle. Maybe you'd be more in your shell in 20 years later. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, and we're also talking, of course, it's Manitoba money shot, and um, Issa is, was born in Fort Rouge, Winnipeg. Yep. Now, Fort Rouge, I had to look it up because <laughs> we're actually recording this podcast in Fort Rouge at uh, Confusion Corner uh, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and I wasn't sure exactly where the boundaries were. And yeah. on Wikipedia, I'm just going to read it out to you. Fort Rouge is a district of Winnipeg, Manitoba, located in the south central part of the city. It is bounded on the north by the Assiniboine River, on the east and south by the Red River, and on the west by Stafford Street and Pemina Highway. Now, that's right at the border where you, where you, were, uh, where yeah. you were born. Yeah. Right? Um, I remember there was this big restaurant on the corner of Corden and Stafford called Nibbler's Nosh. Nibbler's Nosh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was this big brick. Is that where the, uh, the Harvey's is now? No, that's where the the Pharma Plus is now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Wild. Yeah. Wow. And that's right by St. Ignatius. So yeah, yeah, it's right by St. Ignatius. And then where the Harvey's is now, there used to be a Chicken Delight. I remember the Chicken Delight. Yes. Yes. Oh. I remember that was where I would go for nursery. My mom would like take me to church in the morning because uh, for Catholic church, you go to church every day of the week. Yeah. And um, it was, like, my mom and then, like, senior citizens who would attend, like, daytime masses. Yeah. So I would go to daytime mass with my mom and then go to school in the afternoon, like, after lunch. Wow. Yeah. You know, my my parents still come out to my shows. I'm 35, and I <laughs> my parents still come out and support me. That's awesome. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. Is your mom still doing stand-up? I saw her do the stand-up at uh, Shannon's, I think it was. Oh, yeah, back. that must have been yeah. for the Bomb Squad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Bomb Squad. <laughs> Nelson Mayer's uh, show where he pairs up uh, kind of comedy veterans of the city yeah. with uh, newbies. And yeah. uh, like kind of take on a mentor uh experience yes. and kind of give them pointers and yeah and it, there was a prize too or there was like a prize thing I, uh, I think there was a prize yeah. yeah but who was your mom's mentor me oh okay that makes sense I, was, <laughs> I guess you'd be pretty pissed off if she chose Mark Robert <laughs> oh that would be entertaining but I would never subject her to that kind of abuse yeah so uh, that's 7-Eleven on Stafford yeah do you remember it always being there Yes. And uh, any fond memories of hanging out there? I'm just wondering, like, what did you do after school that wasn't going home? Was it just playing, like, when you're in high school and you don't want to go home because, like, you got all my brothers yeah. there and it's yeah. just crowded and I want to hang out with my friends, where would you go? 
Um, normally we'd go to each other's houses or because I was in high school and we were so eager to grow up, we'd always go to this coffee house that's right beside the 7-Eleven on Corden. Yeah. At the time it was called Roka Jack's. Roka Jack's? Yeah. We would just like go have coffee, um... You know, it'd be like a dollar to buy a cup of coffee. Yeah, for sure. And then we just sit there for hours and like keep getting free refills. And I'm sure the baristas <laughs> just like hated us. Yeah, well, maybe. Because, you I know, mean, you're sitting there for hours just like me, like, oh, give me more coffee. But at the same time, you're making the place look, you know. Well, exactly. Hip. You know, we, we're, the, we're the young people, the, we're the extras. Exactly. And no one wants to go to a coffee shop that has nobody in there exactly. except for a barista. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it would be too crazy. Um, so you're hanging out at Kelvin. Yeah. And you are you kind of found a theater or comedy there? Is it because I know you did improv. Yeah. Because I, I remember going there yeah. as a guest because you put on an improv show, and I think Murky was there too. I could be wrong. Oh, man. What do you I... remember about that show? <laughs> Uh, I remember putting on a show. I think I had just graduated from high school. Okay. And um, I had formed an improv troupe. What was the name? Um, Idiom. Idiom, yes. Idiom, and we spelt it incorrectly on purpose. Um, or at least I did. And then yeah. I remember there was a few who were like, oh, I thought that's how you spelt it. Oh, idiom. <laughs> and it was me, Christian Goulet... Right. Uh, Nick Yanish. Nick. Justin Zadwarney. Okay, yeah, I remember. And Celia McLean. And uh, now you say this, this is something you, you've already graduated. You yes. come back to put on this show. Yeah. So were you doing improv uh, in high school before yes. this? And this was like your improv classmates? Yeah. These, these yeah. improvisers? Yeah, we all went to high school. So when we were in high school, there was high school improv team. Mm-hmm. Do you remember doing well or like competing and we um our first our first and second year we did not do well, I don't think, because it was new. Like it was newer. Um, at least for Kelvin, I think. Do you think uh, Steve Sim was heading that up? Yes, he was. He was, eh? He was. He's if you don't know Steve Sim, he's half of Crumbs Improv and in Winnipeg and probably known around the world as one of the, one of the finest improvisers. And so, yeah, he's just a big, big name. And so back then, yeah, he was he was introducing it to the high schools. Yeah, so he was the regional head. So he was the he was the guy who arranged all of it in Manitoba. And uh, I was I was going to Calvin, and uh, our third year, our team won. In Manitoba. Oh. So then we traveled to Ottawa. Get out. For the Nationals. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow, that must have been exciting. Yeah, and then uh, we went to Ottawa. We totally lost. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then uh, we came back, and then we all, uh, quite a few of us graduated, and, um, and then we formed our troupe. You're like, want to keep doing this? We need we need to perform somewhere. Yeah. And so we performed uh, while well, I would rent out the theater in our old high school. Yeah, nice. the school. Get a good deal? Yep. Yep. Okay. It was free for us. Oh, that's a great deal. <laughs> and then we were allowed to charge $2 per person. <laughs> 
and then we'd, we'd split the funds. I seem to remember a decent crowd there. Yeah. The one time, I think I did it one time. Yes, you yeah. did. You did. And it was pretty hilarious because it was the first time that um, some of the high school students heard the F-bomb dropped <laughs> in that theater. <laughs> Because as I recall, there's this one scene where uh, me and you played like a husband and wife. Yeah. And then um, we just like walked into these people's house. Yeah. And you started just doing laundry. And then you were like, hey, where's the fucking bounce? And just like everyone corpsed because right. like we forgot to be like, oh, I'm, we're not allowed to swear in this theater. Like there was there was no warning. And like the audience just like everyone's face froze. Yeah. And then just like everyone erupted in laughter because it was so like wow. shocking. Yeah. Like, oh, he said the F word. He said the F word. Yeah. And yeah, then it's high sort school. Of, That's funny. Yeah. Would, and uh, so you, as idiom now, you're idiom. Yeah. And you're going, you're doing some shows around the city. Yeah. Right? I think I just expected. Um, that we would, you know, be like the next kids in the hall. And I, so I was just like really, um, overbearing about it and like, yeah. And just like producing and then ended up being managing and like marketing, doing all of this at like the age of 18. It, you know, it's so funny because that's totally what you're still into. Yeah. After all these years back then, and what year are we talking here? 2004. 2001. 2001. Yeah, it's so funny how like it's still you still basically you're producing shows. We'll get into those shows, you know, later. Yeah. But um, wow, that's great. So you knew what you wanted, and you just maybe you just weren't getting it, and so yeah. And um, and now I also know early on in mid mid there mid there in the mid 2000s (laughs) in the mid noughts, you went to. Los Angeles? Yeah. For Second City? Yes. Now, what, where the hell did that pop out of? Um, I just, I remember. Like you didn't even go to Second City, Toronto. You went to no, I went, L.A. I went to L.A. Um, I had, my best friend was living um, not too far away from L.A. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I just, you know, I wanted to, I always wanted to do Second City. Like, that was a big, I grew up watching Second City on TV. Right. And. And uh, I just, I knew all my heroes went there and I knew it was an important thing to do. Right. So when I was 19, I um, I applied for a travel grant with the Manitoba Arts Council. Nice. And uh, it was like indigenous specific, like for indigenous artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that you were like, the outcome didn't have to be indigenous specific. Yeah. So I applied to get this travel grant that would... And that's what, 500 bucks? It was. No, it was like 1,500 bucks. Really? Yeah, it was a big deal. That is nice. It paid for my flight. It covered the cost of of Second City. And you were down there how long? I was down there for... Because you took a class. That's like eight to ten weeks. Yeah, it was... I was down there for three months. Where did you stay? With my friend. Oh, so your your friend and oh, that's right. And this just is someone that you went to school with. Um, I grew up with her, so we lived across the street oh, from nice, each other. Yeah. Nice. What did she do there? Um, she was she was my age, so she was going to. She was a year older. She was did in her college. Parents moved down there. Oh, yeah, her oh, parents okay. moved down there, and so she moved with them. Wow, and that she was, must be nice. Yeah, it was. I mean, the drive there and back wasn't nice, but. <laughs> It was 
like going to Los Angeles. Okay, yeah, for sure. I, was, I, I spent like a, a winter, a couple of months in uh, L.A. and Santa Barbara, but it was in like the seediest hotels and like, <laughs> definitely did not see Second City. Uh, people are telling me, don't go outside, you're going to get yeah. robbed. And it was very scary, <laughs> very scary experience. Yeah. But with you going to classes at Second City, and yeah. you're like, oh my God, I'm part of the, now I'm part of this comedy uh powerhouse yeah and it must have been just thrilling do do you remember any of your teachers names or um i actually sorry go ahead i remember the the teacher that i had his name was tom green but not canadian legend tom green he like taught us how to hump a dead moose and everything Um, (laughs) but i ended up playing at the improv at 19, it was totally illegal because you had to be 21 to get into there. Now, the improv is a stand-up joint on yes. Hollywood Boulevard? No, well, Sunset right, Strip. It's like right next door, pretty much. The improv. And the it's, improv. It's stand-up. It's stand-up. Okay. And you, so you're saying you did stand-up comedy? Yeah. Was that the first time you did it? Uh, no, the first time I did stand-up comedy, I think, was actually at your show. With the, the comedy sweatshop thing? Yeah. Oh, at the Forks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, that's the first time I did stand-up comedy as, like, um, because I used to get hired to do, like, solo improv. Yeah. And, uh, but it would be for, like, like functions or, like, corporate. Corporate. Corporate gigs, and I'd never really done it, like, like actual Stand up, like you know, oh, I in a see. venue. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I should have maybe some material. Yeah, like so, some. I feel like my career there was like a few level jumps that like I would just like I just sort of been pushed into certain things that were like way beyond my expertise level. But I would just fake it. <laughs> right. I would just fake just it. Do like it the best you can. I you know I would like get dressed up and like you know my cleanest clothes. Sometimes I'd borrow you know like my mom's blazer or something right. and I'd go to these events and pretend that I was a professional comedian. And this is what you're thinking going into the comedy store, yeah. especially because you, you said it was illegal because you had to be what, 21? Yeah, you had right. to be 21 and 21. I was 19. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember any of the jokes you told back then? I uh, know. Like I just remember um, because like a lot of my jokes very early on in my career weren't really jokes that it was, you know, very like storytelling type of thing. Yeah. So I used to talk a lot about um, being indigenous in Canada. Um, I used to talk a lot about being a Canadian. Yeah. Um, you know, just like. And no, no setup punchline. It'd be like, the, you yeah, know, yeah, you'd yeah, there'd get be the like, audience engaged yeah. into your story. And there would be like punchlines along the way. Right, right. And then I'd, you know, and then I'd end big. Um, but but right off the bat, you know, yeah, like it's your first time. You know, everyone, t- every comic talks about how they failed their first time. Oh and yeah, you feel that same. T- although at that point it wasn't your first time, but yeah. still, it's L.A. Feels like the big time, I imagine. Yeah. How, how did it go? It went well. Yeah. Oh, it, went yeah. Su- it went surprisingly well. I remember the first time I got off stage, um, and I could see this like weird guy sort of like floating around at the back, and I just remember seeing his hair glowing, his eyes were glowing, and his teeth were glowing. Yeah. I mean, his skin was kind of glowing too. And uh, when I got off stage, <laughs> uh, where my friends were all at, they were sort of like at the back too, and then 
he just like comes at me like like T one thousand and Terminator, just like you know, super aggressive. And then I realize that it's Jake Busey, Gary Busey's oh, son. Oh God! Was at <laughs> the, he's glowing. Was at the improv, yeah. And he just kind of like grabs me by by the arms, and he was like, "You're fucking hilarious." Wow. I just I just want to let you know. I think you're gonna be big. You're gonna be big. <laughs> this is good. I, I'm meeting a star, and I'm just like, ah, right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like a, almost a celebrity. Like, what, did you know who he was at the time? I knew exactly who he was. Like, once he like, was about... Like, to look at him? Or, like, you've heard that, okay, that's... Because I... No, Gary I'm, Busey, yeah, but his son... I don't know how big he was in 2003 that was, or 3. Yeah, that would have been 2002. 2002. Okay, so you didn't class as a second city. Now, this isn't stand-up classes. This no. is improv classes. Yes. So, it was funny that you would kind of do the switch. Were there, were, were there no places to do improv? Yeah, actually, there were places to do improv. Um, Outside of the theater? Uh, no. So uh, Second City, you would take the classes, but then they'd have every, I think it was like Wednesday, they would have like um, kind of like theater sports, like really yeah. similar to theater sports. Right. What jobs? Are you doing any jobs at this point? Like, you know, like, but like, any like job current. you had to say, hey, um, I, I got to be gone for two months or however long it was? Um, No. No, You're not I, working at this point? I wasn't. I Did wasn't you get a job working. when you came back? Yes. Where did you start working? When I was 19, that would have been the Zellers. Zellers? Yes. Wicked. Yeah. Zellers. Now, that's Grand Park Mall, right? Yeah. Yeah, Grand Park Mall. Yeah. So I was uh, in the jewelry department. Yeah, which was really funny because I had pink hair at the time. <laughs> so like you got I this had, punk Like, I had, I had all these, like, uh, pink Selling brooches. Yeah. All in my hair, but then I'd be selling, like, you know, cubic zirconias to very cheap men who were like, oh, I want to propose to my girlfriend. And I'm like, but you want to buy your ring at Sellers? Right. And they're like, yeah. Is that wrong? I'm like, this is Zellers, you know, right. go to the Forks and exactly. buy, you know, like a specialty handmade ring or something. Something that just has more meaning than Zellers. Right, You right. know, you're buying your cat litter, you're buying some chocolate milk. Right, and yeah. then, oh. You're gonna throw on a Right, ring. I wanted to engage, I wanted to, you know, propose to my <laughs> girlfriend. Right. It's on the list of sh- your shopping yes, list exactly. of what you need. Cereal. <laughs> and they can make that, like, they could bring, so, like, sometimes I'd get dudes who would, you know, have their little basket full of sadness, and, uh, sadness? yeah, <laughs> they could purchase all their <laughs> depression at my till. Right. And then, you know, plus, you know, the ring. <laughs> well, that's nice. Like, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd get a guy who, who would, you know, be like, oh, it's, you know, my two-year anniversary, I want to buy a, a necklace, yeah. That was fine because it's like, oh, you know, it's it's not, you know, something that's going to have like a lasting impact. Yeah. Such as an engagement ring. Well, you know, a guy on a budget, he may want to, uh, you know, think about uh, getting some Club Z points or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> saving up his dough. All right. So you have this job. Yeah. And you're still doing comedy, though, because yes. uh, you're still doing. Uh, did you get another improv team going? No. No. I, you just kind of yeah. left the improv in the dust. Well, I left the improv team in the dust because then I, you know, I still did um, improv around the city. Like, I know you and Derek did a show, but before oh, that God. show, what what shows uh, do you remember? Okay, yeah, you jumped on the uh, Big Stupid Improv. Yeah. Do you remember any others? 
No. Let's talk about... Um, okay, well, we mentioned Derek. Derek is your husband. Yes. Um, you met... Uh, th- in, he's from... Well, you've just heard episode one and all about <laughs> Derek. Um, so uh, you met up with Derek, and uh, eventually you do a show together. Yes. Right. And this is a touring show. Yeah. So it's not just you're doing one show, you're touring. And yes, I know Derek already the had the experience of touring. Yes. So that must have been a kind of crazy experience for you. Yeah. All of a sudden you're you're uh, hitting the, the show. And you're not starting in Winnipeg, right? You start in... Montreal? Yes. Montreal. Oh god. What was what was that like your first show in Montreal? And uh, the show is, has Jesus in the title? Yeah, what it's would, okay. Jesus will forgive us. I it's think. okay. Jesus will forgive us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what, what was the show about? It was a sketch show. Yeah, it was Oh my god, it was a dumpster fire of a show. <laughs> <laughs> like no, and me and <laughs> me and Derek have you know, come to terms with this show because it was, you know, we were in the throes of love. Yeah. We were just so in love. And then Derek was like, oh, I have this fringe, this fringe show that I'm going to be touring. So I'm going to be gone for a while. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, Meaning and, uh, the drunken finger or like the show that you eventually do? The show that we eventually yeah. okay. do um, that wasn't written. Um, so we wrote it together. A lot of people do that. You yeah. apply for the fringe. You have no idea what you're going to do. Exactly. It's a lottery. So you, you apply for it. Uh, if your name is drawn and you have the money, goodness gracious, you have a fringe show. Yes. And the same applies for touring shows, right? Yeah. Because like you put your name in, like, I'm going to do all these cities. I'm going to yeah. take my show on the road for all these cities. Yeah. I don't have anything to show you, <laughs> but yeah. I want to do it, and here's my money, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And Derek did that, and he got in. Yes. He got into a lot of shows. So then, a lot of cities. So then he's like, hey, we're in love. Yeah. Why don't you, I don't want to be apart from you. Pretty for much. For two, three months, or whatever, yeah. however long it is. Yeah. And so you wrote a show together. We wrote a show together. Um, and I mean, like, we were still writing our show, like, 10 minutes before our first show started. Like, it what? was... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How does that work? I don't know. Uh, we have a 13-minute show, so we're trying to write a little longer. There. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just, like, ideas or, like, inside jokes that we thought would translate really well in a show. Yeah. And then we learned very early on did not right, right. translate well into a show. You know when like a dad has to make dinner for yeah. the first time in his entire life for his whole family? Yeah. And then just throws together like Mr. Noodles and like some soup cans. Hey, nothing wrong with Mr. Noodles and soup. I I defend these items <laughs> as a dad. There's nothing wrong with the items like on their own, but once you start throwing them all together in a pot and yeah. just like he you know just keeps throwing like adding oh no 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 it, it needs some cheese whiz it yeah. needs you know <laughs> some like bologna chunks and then presents it to you know his first Thanksgiving dinner yeah and uh people are like oh are we, sp- <laughs> are we supposed to eat this like right. 
is this like is this a joke is this an experiment what's going on I'm confused I'm frightened for sure um, yeah yeah and I, you would be because this is like you're like kind of like a couple of fish out of water in, yeah. a, in a city have you ever been to Montreal before this no no so it's brand new brand new and the France all about getting yeah. the seats filled so yeah. you have to go out and promote and promote yes. and promote and promote and promote yes. and uh God, that must have been tough. And I was, like, and I'm not, like, I, I took theater for many, many years, but I was terrible at memorizing scripts. <laughs> and doing sketch is very much memorization. Oh, yes. And I'm an improv girl. Like, I was an improv girl. Like, and even when I was doing stand-up, it was still improvised. Like, I never wrote out material. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it that. It was just, wow. like, you know, ideas that... But now you do. Oh, now I yeah, totally now you do. do. But back in the day... Back in the day, I'm gonna yeah. Go up and knock yeah. the socks off. Yeah, yeah. Right. And sometimes it would win and sometimes it would lose. Right. So, so big. So, Montreal, you lost. Every city we basically lost until we got to Saskatoon and we had. Even Winnipeg? Oh, God, even Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. Hard. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's the city where, you know, people yeah. know you. you. Well, you must have had supporters coming out. Oh, we had, we had people to come out and support us, but. You know, it's funny I say this, but I don't know if I saw it. It's just so funny. I'm like, yeah, you have friends in the city who'd come out. And, and I'm like, I don't know if I did see this show, which, yeah. is, which is weird. I mean, if you did, I'm glad you don't remember it because mm-hmm. it was it was garbage. Like it was, it <laughs> Maybe was, that was the tagline. <laughs> okay. Hot, what'd you say? Hot, hot dumpster? <laughs> it was a hot dumpster fire. Like hot it dumpster was just, fire. It was, oh, uh, mercy. And when, So Saskatoon worked? Saskatoon kind of worked. Yeah. It was like the least garbagey. It was like once the dad realizes that Mr. Noodles and Soup doesn't go together, <laughs> but sometimes it tastes really good if you put cheese whiz and tomato soup. Right, right. It was still very much... It'll fill you up. Yeah. It'll it, fill you up good. It'll fill you up good, but then afterwards you're like, mm, too much salt. And I also like Saskatoon because it's smaller than Winnipeg. Yes. So it feels like... Uh, Winnipeg, uh, this is not, you know, I, I could do this. I, I could do the yeah. big time Winnipeg. I can yeah. handle Saskatoon. Yeah. And uh, it's also, it's also, from what I remember, it's more of a, everything's more centralized. You know, you have the big main road and things are off there. Yes. Whereas opposed to like, well, well, Toronto, it's everywhere, right? It's, there's so much going on. Yeah. Toronto barely we, works as a fringe. We made it to Toronto, but I got really sick. Yes. We get to Toronto. I got really sick. Um, to the point where um, you canceled. We canceled yeah. because I couldn't even get out of bed, and so finally Derek convinced me that I needed to get out of bed because mm-hmm. he was afraid I was going to die, and I was pretty sure I was dying. Yeah, and we hobbled. I think three three blocks, but it was like Toronto blocks. Yeah. And I had to stop, like, every 10 feet to, like, keel over in pain. We get to the doctor's office. Where were you staying? Uh, we were being downtown? billeted. Yeah, but we were downtown. Like, we Do you were remember what street? I've... Like, I'm thinking Spadina, Young, uh, Queen, maybe? I have no idea. I know, I know the a... hospital's on Queen there. Queen and We didn't uh, go Young. to a hospital. We went to what was kind of like uh, like uh, like an emergency walk-in. Yeah. So we went. we made it to one of those. And then we found out that our health cards were good 
there so we didn't have to pay to use their services. Yes. 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 It was amazing. Um, so then we get there and the dog... Bring the on do- the drugs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, I... So... Uh, the doctor, you know, gets gets me to take a pee sample, and then he comes back and he's like, "Okay, I've I've got two things for you. Mm-hmm. One is you have a severe bladder infection, Ooh. like a severe bladder infection to the point where like it was, you know, like causing problems like in other parts of my body. Right. Yeah. So it was so bad. And then he was like, "And second thing, you're pregnant." <laughs> God, that must have been, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> overshadowing the, the infection, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Wow. Yeah, yeah well, I did, we, Derek did bring this up uh, yeah. on the last one. And I remember him saying, like, you know, had you let this infection go any longer, like, you could have lost the baby. Unless really? That's, you know, what oh, you my God. Born. I didn't yeah. realize that's serious. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I ended up having to take these, like, giant bumblebee-looking pills. Right. And then um, I couldn't take... Pain, certain painkillers because I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there wasn't a whole lot I could do for pain. It was just like these... Um, well, obviously, you're canceling a show, for yeah, sure. Like, you, yeah. yeah. Like, well, the infection's got... You got to get better. So you got back, and you're fine. You can do a show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now you're like, wow, I can't believe it. Now we're going to start our little family yeah. here. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's crazy. And then you... Saskatoon, and, did it, and there you go to Edmonton as well. No, we did. We just did Saskatoon. Just did Saskatoon. Yeah. You must have planned to go to Edmonton, but just... That was it. Let's leave um, on think, a high note. No, I think Derek skipped the Edmonton because he has like a mortal hatred for the Edmonton From fringe. other fringe yeah. shows previous. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's right. No, I'm talking um, about it. But then I think there was a BC show. I can't remember oh, really? if it was like Victoria or Vancouver. Yeah. But he had won the lottery for that as well. But we were just like, let us just cut our losses. Yeah, let's, let's it, leave on that high note. Yeah, 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 too. yeah. It was glorious. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess because you're a mom, yeah, uh, you kind of died off from performing. Is that yeah, correct? I mean, is there much more going on after that? Yeah, the like, odd stand up here and there. Yeah, the odd stand up here and there. Um, but then once uh, Alfie came along, um, which is your firstborn, which is my firstborn, I realized that. I was also bitter about, like, a lot of things that were happening in in the Winnipeg comedy scene. Like, you know, just the lack of women, the lack of representation, and uh, the lack of diversity. So I I got frustrated. And so, you know, using the kid as an excuse to sort of leave comedy. And I planned on making that, like, a permanent leave. Right. You know, I was leaving comedy, um, but I was still teaching. Like, I was still teaching... Uh, improv workshops, yeah. and I was still teaching at M Type. I remember Manitoba Theater for Young People. Yeah. I, t- I taught there for a while, and I remember you being involved there as well. Yeah, and um, at the Forks. At the Forks, and so it was just like it was a lot of teaching. I I did do one show in between that like ten year span of of not professionally performing anymore. Yeah, and it was called. Um, Girls Aren't Funny, and it was a fundraiser. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was a fundraiser. For what? Um, it, uh, it was for, like, a women's shelter, I'm pretty sure. it be for girls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, was, it involved women. But, um, and then there, that's when I started to see um, 
uh, Carol Etwin, because Carol Etwin also performed on that show, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and I had sort of, like, come in and out, like, every once in a while. And I when I say once in a while, I mean, like, every couple of years, I'd, I'd uh, you know, that, like, morbid fast fascination would just kick in. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go check out. You're still out the- a fan. You don't yeah, turn that off. You yeah. still like comedy. So, I, you know, I'd go to the cavern every once in a while. Yeah. And, uh you know, just totally bomb because, like, my heart wasn't into it. Right. Um, oh, man. Like, those are some brutal bombs. Yeah. And definitely bombed yeah. at the cavern. Yeah. I feel it's always tough because it's not always the most packed place. No. So, so when you bomb in front sometimes. of, like, eight people, it's just so depressing. Yeah. You know? Like, you can hear them just, like, breathing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and that was, what, three, three years ago? That Maybe was four. two. Years, only two years ago? Only two kept years ago. Not only steadily as far yeah. as performing stand-up comedy, yeah. but you've you created your own shows Yes, uh, to give a voice to people yeah. who uh, aren't white males. <laughs> I, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us about that show a bit. It's, it's Woke. Yes, it's Woke Comedy Hour. Right. And did you start it because you have a partner in that? Yes, I have a co-producer. Um, her name's Dion C. Haynes. Yeah. How did you get to meet her? Uh, me and Dion go way back to when I was uh, working at an indigenous organization, mm-hmm. um, and she, we just kind of clicked. She was a doula. I had, I had a toddler, or not even a toddler. I had like you know a baby. Yeah. And uh, we were just you know very passionate about the same things, and um, and then she ended up being my doula for Ron. When a doula, I, a doula, like a birth birth attendant, like oh, she she really? helped, yeah, she helped de- deliver Ron. Wow, yeah, in That's my in my apartment. Heavy, oh God, you Mosley. delivered in your apartment? Yeah, in a birthing in a birthing pool. Holy shit! Yeah, in the middle of my both? living room. No, just just for your second child. Just for my second child, because my hospital experience was terrible. Really? Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. So I was like, I'm never doing that again. Which was better? The home birth. Even though, like, the pain must have... Uh, did they give you... No, they so give I was in a birthing pool with, like, a, like <laughs> extremely hot water. Yeah. And so, like, for the contractions, I... Like, I knew they were happening, but I couldn't feel them as much. And I was also given the freedom to, like do what I wanted with my body. So I was allowed to get up. I was allowed to walk around. Wow. I was allowed to, you know, just do what felt right. Yeah. Whereas in the hospital, like, they pretty much, like, strapped me to a bed. Oh, they your, wouldn't, your lab experiment. Yeah. <laughs> like, they wouldn't let me get up. Um, and, it, you know, just, like, bright lights, and they're poking and prodding and, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, not asking for permission. So it was right. just, you know, it was so... Um, just gross. For sure. You're in the comfort of your home. Yeah. You can look at the pictures on the wall and yeah. everything's familiar. You know, la di da and you got to Yeah. Go. You push out a baby and then yeah. you sort of like drip over the edge of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, you know, just like I remember laying down, uh, we put like a mattress beside yeah. the pool. So I literally just went from the pool to a mattress and just lay there for like wow. an hour right, right. with my kid and she was there. Wow. She got the umbilical cord? Uh, no. Um, Who did that? I think... Or did it, did it just fall off? No. We, well, we, we let the umbilical cord stay attached to the placenta for quite a while. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then um, I think it was actually my midwife 
who cut the umbilical cord because right. Derek was just like, no, you know, I cut the first one. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Uh, sorry, what's her name again? Her name's Dion. So, Dion. So me and Dion just um, stayed friends after that. And, um, you know, we, we sort of, like, came in and out of each other's lives throughout the years. And yeah. then um, when I came back to comedy and I started doing the women's open mic at Jekyll and Hyde's. Right. That uh, Dana... Um, Smith was Jekyll and running. Hyde is in the village yes. here in Winnipeg. And it's there's a lot of stand-ups been going on there once a week for a good four or five years through yep. different people. Yep. Dana Smith from Hunks has put puts on a women's stand-up night. Yep. So you started going there. I started going there. And, uh, and then I ran into Dion, and she started coming out to those shows. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, like, when are you gonna when are you gonna do it? And she was like, I'm gonna do it next month. Yeah. And then um, she did it, and uh, we were both doing comedy at the same time, and it was it was great. But um, I remember we both had these feelings of, you know, you'd walk into a room, and you'd look around, and you'd be like, I don't see a whole lot of people who look like me. Yeah. You know, I don't. Like, I don't see, like, when I tell, you know, my stories or I do my comedy, like, I don't know how many people are actually relating to the experience to the fullest extent. Right, Because right. it's a whole lot of, you know, melanin deficient people in the audience and also performer-wise, too. Right. Um, it was amazing that the amount of female comedians popped up it was there was so many compared to when I left whenever you there you'd have a post on Facebook of the comedians that are going to be on the show yes I was always like wow I these people are coming out of the the, the woodwork yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. uh, you gave them a stage yeah you it was like a field of dreams you know build it and they will come exactly yeah yeah that's exactly what happened so me and Dion were just like frustrated with you know, the lack of diversity, even within, you know, a supposedly diverse community, right. which and is women. You're doing it at XQs? We're doing it at XQs. Which is on Sargent. Not the yeah. greatest. Well, no, it's not too bad, actually. No, it's, it's a, not, because you're still close to the university. You're close to the university? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, as far as, like, it seems a little off the beaten track from, like, any other comedy thing yeah. that's going on. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anything yeah. in that area comedy-related no. except no. your show. Yeah. Are you doing it there still? Yeah. And But you've also moved it to Wee Johnny's. Is that not right? Uh, so we're also doing it at the Goodwill Social Club. Goodwill Social Club. Yes, on Portage Avenue, uh, which is, it, it's been a comedy venue before. It, it, you know, it wasn't a big jump to have comedy there. Right, and that's by the UW. Yeah. It's a popular night spot. Yeah, yeah. And day spot yeah. for students. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just this weekend, we had um, woke members join a few of the um, non-woke members on stage at Wee Johnny's. It was a co-production. Nice. Yeah. A co-production? Uh, between me between, between me and Tim Gray, who's the booker at uh, Comedy at Wee Johnny's. Right. And Wee Johnny's in Winnipeg is the hotspot for comedy. I mean, you always have rumors, comedy club, that's a staple of the city. Yeah. But Tim has really turned this Wee Johnny's into 
a comedy spot. Like, yeah, like every, almost every day of the week, eh? Yeah, I think the some only, variety show. Sorry. Yeah, the only day that they don't do comedy, I think, is Sunday because I don't even think it's maybe it's open. Not open. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every day of the week. There is a comedy show. Um, they also do improv nights there too. Like they do theater, sports. Um, yeah. There's they, improv. Weird Al karaoke. Weird Al karaoke. Uh, there's uh, there's a show coming up this week about uh, hate mail. Reading yeah, hate mail. Yeah, reading hate mail. I think that's Jeff Jeff Sinclair's uh, doing that show. Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. Um, headlining the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like not only just is it a comedy you know spot, but it's also the variety of comedy, which is, is what really makes it. it. Is. It's so, and he, it's so great that you're a part of it. And it's also, um, like, they do uh, shows uh, comedy for a cause. So they they pick, a, you know, a different... Um, place that needs fundraising and then they'll they'll make they'll all the proceeds will go towards a cause so for this month it's um i'm a bear clan which is a bear clan but led by women yeah oh is it really yeah is that like the the street patrol yeah it's it's it's, all woman street patrol yeah oh wow and it's affiliated with the with bear clan bear clan yeah that's what you're doing now you're doing the stand-up you're doing you got the woke show yeah twice a month yes okay and what do you what do you see uh, going on in the future there? Um, just well, keep doing shows. Just keep doing shows. Going back to that Montreal Fringe <laughs> at some oh point. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't know about that. No, maybe we'll um, leave that. But no. I travel. I've traveled a bit. I've gone out to Thunder Bay. More classes. You're still teaching classes. I'm uh, I'm still teaching. Um, I'm doing APTN, The Laughing Drum. Oh, right. We totally forgot about that. Yeah, we just, I like, totally wanted to mention that. Just, so you, you, yeah. you do, like, a, The Laughing Drum, yeah. which is kind of like a talk show on APTN. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, uh... You need so to check shut that out. your goddamn lips. And that's, what, Monday through Friday? Um, You're it, on Mondays. No, uh, you no, tape I'm, on I'm on, I tape on Mondays, and then we're on on Tuesdays. So every Tuesday, we can expect to see... Yeah, at 6 p.m. see you. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think at this point, we might as well just go right into the money shot. Let's do the money the shot. Manitoba money shot. Uh, I kind of explained Issa, and I'll explain to you guys. Basically, the whole idea here is Issa's going to have uh, 100 questions to answer uh, over five minutes. And at the end of that five minutes, she must answer all 100 questions. And I'm going to read as fast as I can to try okay. to get you through it. If you succeed in answering... Uh, Let's say 90% to 100%. If you get an A+, $7. All right, so here we go. Manitoba Money Shot. Issa kicks in. And, uh... Name something you can uh, fit in your hand. A bird. Uh, Name a Winnipeg Street. Corden. Favorite book. Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Least favorite book. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> celebrity, uh, celebrity you'd like to have dinner with. Uh, Mark Maron. Name something red. Shoes. What's your best laugh? Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, a type of wood is brown. Name a character from La- Lord of the Rings. Frodo. Name a game show. Price is Right. Name a board game. Pictionary. Favorite item at a birthday party. Cake. Name an American state. Utah. Name favorite <laughs> favorite snack food. Chips. What does MTV stand for? 
music television? Name uh, name an actor from the TV show Friends. Uh, David Schwimmer. Uh, how many territories in Canada? Uh, well, 13. <laughs> no, no, territories. Territories, one, two. <laughs> I need final answers. Two. How many provinces in Canada? Uh, 12. Name an actor that's played James Bond. Uh, Sean Connery. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Uh, stolen ice cream from Dutch Maid. What scares you? Everything. Uh, what's your favorite candy bar? Uh, Snickers. Name the villain in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger. Favorite juice? Question mark. <laughs> Orange. <laughs> Besides wiping your ass, what's toilet paper good for? Um, wiping cat poop up, up off the floor. Name a video game. Mario Brothers. Favorite movie quote. Uh, fuck off, loser. Favorite food to cook. Uh, spaghetti. Name a famous painting. Uh, The Scream. What band did Sting lead? The Police. What kind, uh, what can you add to coffee? Cream. Every good boy deserves? Nothing. Name a sport with a racket. Uh, tennis. What's the name of Winnipeg's basketball team? Baseball team, not basketball. Baseball team. Gold eyes. What's your birthday? January 19th, 1983. What's another word for movie? Film. Name uh, an SNL not ready for pl- primetime player. Uh, Jim Belushi. Fuck. <laughs> Name, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Name an Eddie Murphy film. Uh, the Nutty Professor. How many dollars equals 16 quarters? Four. Name a color of the rainbow. Red. Favorite Sesame Street Muppet? Big Bird. What age do you think William Shatner will die? Tomorrow. <laughs> what, name a Monty Python movie. Uh, the Holy Grail. Where does Madonna call home? Uh, La Snow, Bangladesh, I don't know, <laughs> London. Where's the temperature today? Or what's the temperature today? Five degrees. How many broken bones have you had in your body? Four. Can you juggle? No. A movie released in 2017 is? Uh, uh, ten years. Can <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I can't remember a movie. Uh, d- d- name a prince in the revolution song. The revolution song? The prince in the revolution. It's a band. Okay. Name a prince in oh. the revolution song. Raspberry Beret? Yes. <laughs> Favorite Winnipeg restaurant? Uh, cousins. Name Daily. a podcast. Uh, WTF. What's your favorite shape? Circle. Red or white wine? Red. Besides Archie, name uh, your favorite Archie comics character. Jughead. Name something in the sky. Clouds. Spell archery. A-R-C-H-E-R-Y. Name a character from Winnie the Pooh. Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> Name a Winnipeg radio station. Uh, Bob. Have you, att- have you ever attended a monster truck show? Yes. Favorite concert ever? Um, Paul McCartney. Give me a cheer. Yay! <laughs> What's your favorite food? Indian. Sorry, least favorite food. Oh, um, British food. Favorite Burger King menu item? Uh, chicken sandwich. Do you like Kanye West? No. Uh, have you ever been to Vegas? Uh, yes. Do you have a driver's license? No. What goes in a bucket? Water. How much are you carrying? How much money are you carrying? Carrying, carrying. A hundred dollars. There you go. Favorite season of the year? Fall. Uh, what's your secret shame? No, 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 don't answer that. What's your shoe size? 
Uh, nine. Duck, 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 goose. There you go. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day falls every year on what date? March 17th. A Halloween costume last year was? I didn't dress up. Last as... movie you saw in the theater? seven dollars yeah well you know now the jackpot grows for next week so that's gonna that's true it, that's it's true. quite a shame i'm sorry mm-hmm. i'm sorry but okay. um you did very well you know you got mm-hmm. most of those right i was very impressed you got st patrick's day i know we just had it but still you said it fairly quick that was really nice i like that um jim belushi <laughs> Fuck. That, makes, you knew. that makes me so ashamed <laughs> Jim Belushi. Uh, but you did know uh, mm-hmm. that, that means the first installment of SNL uh, people. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I was raised on syndicated versions of SNL. Like it syndicated. Was, mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. All right. So that's the Matt to a Money Shot podcast. Thank you, Issa. Now, um, where are you going to be performing? Like, uh, I guess you're going to be at I'm, your show. I'm going to be at Woke. I'm going to be doing a fundraiser. Check Woke. Do you have uh, any online presence as far as... Uh... Uh, yeah, there's a Woke Comedy Hour page on Facebook. Nice. And then if you look me up, Alyssa, spelt like Melissa, but no M, mm-hmm. Black Wolf Kixon. Right. I'm, That's your personal page. That's my personal Facebook page. So if you're a creep, I probably won't accept you. But if you're, like, Why wanting you? to do comedy and, you know, looking to for somebody to not be an asshole to you, yeah, reach out. Right. And I've also seen you at the Weird Al karaoke. Yes, you I do also that as I well. do Weird Al. Um, uh, yeah. So you got the show, then you be around Winnipeg doing yeah. the stand-up comedy stuff yeah. for a while. So please uh, check out... Issa. Yeah. <laughs> Issa Kixon. Uh, or Alyssa, if yes. you're not me. Yeah. Thanks again. And uh, thanks for listening, all you crazy folks out there in podcast land. And uh, come back for episode three at some point. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.